Hello, and welcome to another episode of Extra Innings with Max and Dad. I'm your host, Max, and today, as usual, I'm joined by my dad, Matt, the co-host. Hey, everybody. And today we will be talking about getting better at playing baseball and kind of some winter activities or training and some positions in the field. That's right. Um, so we were going to do some research, but we kind of forgot to, but winter activities, when it's not COVID, you could go to some batting cages, right? Yeah, so playing baseball during the winter, you know, I... It Still ranges. Wanna, it, it does. It does range. It depends. I mean, if you're a kid in California or Florida or different places in the South where. It's still in the 50s, 60s all yeah. winter, or maybe even 70s. You can, you can play just like normal, like all year yeah. round. If it's like Mexico, you never get, it's always in the 70s. Yeah, so you can play just like you do in the spring, in the summer, and fall. But like us here in Minnesota, it's a little <laughs> bit different. Except it's, for today, when it's December 5th, and we're outside playing catch today. How crazy 40, was that? Crazy, 41, 40 degrees and which if you would have told me when i was 10 years old in california that 40 degrees would feel warm to me i would have thought you were crazy yeah because that would have been freezing to me but here it was awesome you yeah. even took your big coat off in your winter hat yeah it was just and i and i pulled my leg pants up <laughs> your leg pants my leg pants and my shirt up. yeah it was fun playing catch today but, say, another month from now, if it's a high of five degrees and there's snow all over the ground, that, that's a different story. You can't really be playing baseball outside. Yeah, but one thing I discovered this winter that I think all you listeners will like is you can, if you have good padding snow, you can actually play catch with a snowball. You can play some catch with a snowball. I was very impressed. I looked out the window one day, and you were out when I was doing some work, and I looked at the window, and you were throwing for yourself pop-ups with snowballs. Yeah, it was fun. It was awesome. Well, in addition to pop-ups with snowballs and playing <laughs> catch with snowballs, there are a few other things you could do in the wintertime. Yeah. Like you said, if it's a non-COVID era, you can go to indoor batting cages uh-huh. and still get your swings. Um, you can potentially get like some really squishy balls and if you have like a yeah. like we do down in our basement we have some area you can kind of maybe throw it against the wall yeah you can you know something that that is good to do if you're working on your batting swing yeah stand in front of the mirror oh yeah and swing that way you can watch yourself and i but mean don't crack the mirror uh, don't crack the mirror no <laughs> but the key to a good swing is is doing the same thing each time, the same setup, the same swing, the same follow through. Obviously, it changes a little bit depending on where the pitch is, but you know your 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 swing mechanics are the same, and uh, that gets better through muscle memory. So if you are standing in front of a mirror, you can say, "Oh, wait, I'm dropping down too much and uppercutting on the ball too much, or or my stride's too long." So you can do stuff like that. Yeah. Um. And one other thing I will say doesn't matter if you are in. California, Minnesota, Florida, New York, wherever, you name Here it. Here in Japan. Japan, <laughs> wherever, you name it. 
I asked, I actually think the one of the most important things you could do yeah. for quote unquote winter training is to play other sports. Yeah. You know, I, I just, it, it bothers me sometimes when people just focus year round on one sport. Play other sports. It helps you. It, it, yeah. You it, can play soccer with the You can play snowball. soccer with the snowball. You can play basketball indoors with, uh, you yeah. can, I mean, granted some things are different this winter, but. I mean, play different sport. When I was growing up, I played soccer, flag football. If there had been an organized basketball team, I would have done that. You you just you learn different things that then help you, even if you don't realize it. It helps you when you're done playing baseball. Yeah, and in the winter, tips on how to play better. It's hard to catch in field in the winter if if you have snow. Otherwise, then you yes. can just yeah. There's some things. Some things in this climate you can't do yeah. during the winter months. And that's okay because it gives your body a break and a chance to, and your mind a break. Yeah. A chance to do other things. But. Um, yeah. When it, is... when it does get back to spring, summertime, we, we have on here also some tips on how to play better. Yeah. So, batting, like you said, the mirror is good. The mirror is good. And then, obviously, once you are able to get outside, um, hitting off a tee. You set up a net or, or have a wall, something you could hit off of. And you don't have to swing all the time as hard as you can, but some nice soft swings and just practice that everything, your your approach, your setup, everything's the same. Yeah. Um, catching, field, all that just practice makes perfect. Yeah. And and it's fun to practice. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fun. fun to play. It's always fun. And um, there's positions in the field, so... There are nine players on each field, right? Yes. Okay. I was a little tired today. Yeah. I've been a little tired, too. Yeah. And so left field, right field, center field are in the outfield. Correct. Left field is to the left wall. Right field is to the right wall. Left field and right field. On on some ballparks, if we go back to our At the Game episode, we... I know now that not all ballparks are, like, arced or all... Correct. They could be all sorts of different dimensions. It's like center field, left field, and right field in that little league. Like, you know, we were talking about uh, Fenway Park and how that's different. So, actually, I just was reading about um, Eddie Rosario, a player who's been on the Twins. The the Twins did not offer him a contract, so he's a free agent. One of the teams that are interested in him are the Boston Red Sox. Oh. They already have a guy who plays left field, but they may be able to switch him over to center field. So they're talking about Eddie Rosario, like, okay, can he play left field here? Because it's such a different left field with the, with the, oh. with the Green Monster. Or can he play right field? It's a, it's a tricky right field. So yeah. that's, you know... You can't always just plop, hey, you're a left fielder in this ballpark, you're going to be the same type of left fielder in this ballpark. Yeah, and uh, the... So you got that outfield position. Oh, you did, you know, you put yeah. left field and right field, you're missing one. Center field? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... And who's typically, who's typically the fastest? The center fielder, probably. And why do you think that is? Because they have... Even if they're they're not they don't they're not the farthest. Even if they're closer than left field and right field, they have more ground to cover. Absolutely they have right. Like left center, right center, and center field is just generally bigger. You're absolutely right. But typically, traditionally, the center fielder is the fastest. Yeah. And traditionally, 
although some of it changed a little bit, the uh, your left fielder and your right fielder, you want to have the strongest arms. Oh, why is that? Shouldn't center fielder also have a strong arm? Yeah, you'd like your center fielder to also have a strong arm, but there's a lot of times that a left fielder and a center fielder are chasing balls down into the corner oh. that go like all the way wedged down into the corner, um, almost by the foul pole, and they're throwing a long way back at an angle. You want them to have good arms. And then infield never changes the infielder's spots. You can do a shift. That's what it was. Yes. Uh, where, like, I remember when I was watching the World Series, they had a shift where the third baseman was kind of sec- manning second. Shortstop was in the middle, first and second. First was at first, and second base was, like, a little out into the outfield almost. That's right. So if you're not playing the stri- shift, if you're playing what's called straight-up defense, how does infield go? I used to think it was first base stands at first base, second base stands at second base, shortstop stands somewhere in the infield, and third stands on third. Then you told me first and third generally stand by their bases, but not on them. You yep. never stand on them never unless stand on there's them. a person. Correct. And then second stands in the middle of first and second base, yep. and then shortstop stands in the middle of second and third, so you can cover... As mo as much area as possible, right? That's right. And the shortstop typically has like a center field. Well, who do you think has to cover on the infield? Who do you think has to cover the most ground? I think the shortstop. He runs a lot more. Yep, the shortstop definitely has to cover a lot more ground. Or she, as or she, absolutely. Hopefully. Um. Hopefully so. Yep. They the shortstop has to cover a lot more ground. Shortstop generally has the the longest range, and and again, shortstop and. Third base usually have the strongest arms. They have the farthest throw to first base. Oh, yeah. Most throws go to the first baseman. That's yep. why they have the pad glove. Yep. And then, all right, so you've got, uh, you've named seven of the positions in the field. What else do we got? We've got the pitcher who stands exactly in the middle of the infield, basically. Yep. And the catcher who stands directly behind home plate in the middle of the batter and the umpire. Correct. And um, catcher... You you said you didn't want to play catcher to it, right? Yeah, because, well, that's before I learned or remembered that catchers kind of get to tell the pitcher what throw to do, but the reason I don't like it is you're kind of sitting and squatting. I want to run around, catch balls. I mean, <laughs> catcher probably catch the most balls, but... But it's a different, it's different yeah. catching a pitch than catching a, I mean, you're, you don't see... You you don't see like a, a a catcher doing like Byron Buxton and running into yeah. the gap and making diving catches. Actually, well, catchers some sometimes foul yeah ball. yeah foul ball. Sometimes you'll see that, but and the catchers have the big equipment on. Yeah, but catcher also can sometimes be one of the most important positions on the field. Because you're yeah. right, they they call the pitches. Yeah. Um, they'll put down their fingers and and it'll be a set of signs that the pitcher will throw a pitch. They they helped. Uh, if there's base runners on base, they'll give signals to the infielders about where all the infielders should go. Oh, yeah. And you told me a few days ago. Oh, never mind. Keep talking. <laughs> Catchers also get to throw out runners that are trying to steal. Yeah, get to do that yeah. quick tag. Yeah, catcher Catcher is an important position. I personally also, like you, I, I, never, yeah. I never really wanted to play it. I wanted to be out roaming around the field. Yeah. I played a lot of infield when I was growing up. Second base, shorts. Your first year you said you played third base, yep. then you played shortstop, and then most of your time you played second, second base. base. Yep, that's right. 
So kind of circling back on for a circle here to our tips on how you play better. If you're an infielder, what do you think you need to work on most? Throwing. Throwing and catching. Yep. I mean, not catching pop-ups, but catching, you know, stretching your arm out. Or yep. Groundering a ball. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Grounders. That's Groundering. What, <laughs> groundering. <laughs> infielders, uh, infielders have to spend most of their time practicing fielding grounders and then yeah. making strong, accurate throws. If you're an outfielder, what do you think you spend most of your time practicing? You spend most of your pr- time practicing running and catching pop-ups and catching pop-ups. And a little bit of rounder because every once in a while you yep. see a... And throwing a long distance because no matter what position you have, you're throwing a long distance. That's right. What's your favorite to do? Uh, catch, catch pop-ups and dive and catch pop-ups. Because you're awesome at it. <laughs> yeah. And, what, and do you, when catching the pop-ups, do you like to come in, make one of those running, diving catches coming in better? Or do you like going back on the ball? Go both. I like going in slightly better, but I like both. Yeah. A lot because you get jump or run, and it's like, oh my god, he caught it on the tip of his glove. Like that catch you made today. Oh yeah, right, like, like on the tip of my glove almost. That was awesome. While you're sliding. Yeah. And you came sprinting in to make that catch. Yeah, that's always fun. That was awesome. Again, very rare that we'll be able to be playing catch in Minnesota on December 5th, but yeah, we'll take it while we can get it. Yeah, December 5th, 2020. It's a crazy year. It is. Um, so, yeah, that kind of covers it, right? Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening to another episode of Extra Innings with Max and Dad, and see you on our next episode. But until then, play, play ball! ball! Contact us at Extra Innings Max Dad. That's Extra Innings Max Dad, all lowercase. Thanks for listening.